Let's welcome in Ryan Malaw, who watches Ontario for the Canadian Federation of Independent Business and joins us for more on that part of the story here on Global News Radio. Ryan, good afternoon. Appreciate being with us. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Okay, if it happens, would another lockdown, what would that mean for businesses in Ontario? Uh, I, I think it's fair to say it would be catastrophic. I mean, the, the first three lockdowns have been incredibly damaging. A lot of businesses haven't made it. A lot of others are under immense financial pressure. Uh, so to go into a fourth lockdown uh, for those businesses, again, not only difficult, but given that there are no provincial support programs uh, and the federal thresholds have gotten much higher, uh, I think it's fair to say it would be absolutely devastating for the small business community. Yeah, you mentioned no uh, provincial supports. Uh, Cases, of course, as we know, are on the rise in Ontario. Omicron is here. Uh, What, if anything, has business been told to brace for by the Ontario government? So right now, I would say at the provincial level, you know, Premier Ford, Dr. Moore, they're saying all the right things. They're saying, you know, there's no intention on taking a step backwards. Uh, We're going to, you know, keep where we're at. We're going to keep moving forward. That's all well and good. But unfortunately, we've been here before. That's the same messaging we heard after the first lockdown. And we're already seeing a number of public health units, Sudbury, Algoma, Southwestern, move on their own to restrict capacities. And I got to say, if you're a restaurateur who's gone through the last 20 months you've gone through, looking to have a strong finish of the year, getting hit with a 50% capacity restriction at the beginning of December is an incredibly difficult thing to tackle. Yeah, with this new modeling that was released earlier today from the science table, uh, Ryan, that says that really we've got to decrease contacts. That's what we've got to do to make sure that we don't get to that worst case scenario, 3,000 cases per day. And again, that is without the new variant. Those are the uh, projections within the next month. What, if anything, do you read into that that we have to decrease contacts for business? What does that mean for business? So what we're bracing for with messaging like that is capacity restrictions. Um, which again is going to have a really significant impact on business. Traditionally, it doesn't mean that you're going to get any uh, additional support from existing programs. But if you look at things like uh, movie theaters, which rely on the holiday season with some big films coming out, uh, gyms come January are usually packed with the New Year's resolution crowd. Um, If we're being told we need to decrease contacts, I'm sure there'll be some messaging around social gatherings. But ultimately, what worries us is it really sounds like uh, capacity restrictions are likely on the way. All right. And if we do go back to some sort of lockdown situation, Ryan, capacity limits, should it be a lockdown for all? And by that, I mean big box stores, uh, the Leafs, the, the Raptors, they're hosting upwards of 20,000 per night at Scotiabank Arena. Should it be a lockdown for all or capacity limits for all and not just for small and independent retailers? We'd want to make sure any decision comes with an even playing field. I mean, one of the most frustrating things for small business owners, especially here in the GTA last year, was when we saw the retail shut down across Toronto and Peel while Costco and Walmart got to stay open uh, to holiday shoppers. We actually wiped out an entire holiday season uh, for many small retails. So we'd like to see things stay open. I would love the Leafs and Raptors to stay at full capacity, but if they're doing that, that means small business also has to be at full capacity. The rules have to be even across the board. And having said all of this, we of course have got a pretty high vaccination rate in the province of Ontario, both fully vaccinated and first shots. Do you think that that's being overlooked, Ryan, when it comes to this discussion as to whether or not we need to go back to lockdown or letting businesses remain open? Uh, the fact that, uh, you know, there are 
uh, a vaccine passport, vaccination rates are, are high, and theoretically, that was supposed to be our path back, right? Yeah, absolutely. And again, I think that Premier Ford and Dr. Moore have been sending the right message around there. You know, if the vaccine uh, is a game changer, then we shouldn't go uh, back into our normal pattern. But again, to date, we are three for three on this, right? Three times the cases have gone up like this. Three times we've been locked down. Business owners don't really know anything else. And as we see local health units start to restrict again, the feeling is, is that we are heading back in that direction. And that's where that unease is really coming from. Yeah, and I was about to ask you that. Is it an unease? What is it you're hearing from business owners uh, right now? Uh, it's a nervousness, a nervousness and an unease. And that especially comes with the time of year. Uh, a lot of small businesses, retailers and hospitality in particular, need a strong finish to this year. Again, the last 21 months have been brutal. They got absolutely walloped last holiday season. Many of them didn't have a holiday season at all. They need a strong finish to the year in order to get through the traditionally lean January, February and March. If we don't see that, unfortunately, I think we're going to see a lot more closures. Certainly the increasing case numbers and the messaging around possibility of lockdown and restrictions is not helping on the business psyche side and also not on the consumer confidence side. And again, we need that to be strong so that people are out and are shopping this holiday season. So what would your message, Ryan, be the Canadian Federation of Independent Business? What is your message to Premier Ford and to the Ontario government uh, when it comes to what we're just talking about uh, here? Because, I mean, certainly public health and public safety is paramount. But within that is also mental health and, of course, uh, the financial health and the well-being of a lot of these businesses, business owners, and their employees. So for us, I think the key is that there has to be a pathway to stay open. That was kind of the promise around vaccine passports. That was sort of the deal. Businesses could return to more fulsome capacity if they were uh, screening at the door. Um, but what we, we want to avoid at all costs is a fourth blanket lockdown. Uh, again, the first three were absolutely brutal. The funding just isn't there. The average Ontario small business is facing $190,000 of COVID-related debt right now. A fourth lockdown would be absolutely crushing. If the health situation gets to the point where that is the only option, then the funding needs to be there immediately. Um, we've lost enough businesses during the pandemic we can't lose more of our main streets. We have to be able to make sure that they're able to reopen again uh, and get through whatever is coming. All right. Just finally, then, is that what business owners need to help them when it comes to their uh, psyche and uh, to help, you know, this unease that you talk about, this nervousness? Uh, first of all, have some sort of a metric when you say that, uh, you know, if the health situation gets to a point, exactly what is that point? What is the metric? Are they looking at caseload? Are they looking at hospitalizations, positivity rate? What is it that business owners can also look at and track alongside the government to know that, uh, well, we are heading towards maybe another lockdown. And if we hit that metric, that the other metric is in place as well, and that's financial help is there. And here's what business owners can expect. Absolutely. I think part of what has marked this entire pandemic is uncertainty. Uh, day to day, it's been hard to tell, you know, are we going to get restricted again? Are we going to get shut down when things have been going better? When are we going to get to reopen? Um, it's been a lot of, you know, late Friday announcements to take effect early Monday uh, kind of pattern that we've fallen into. And it's really tough to operate a business when you're operating on, you know, 72 hours notice. Having a clear plan, clear metrics, clear indication of what government's going to do and runway to do it, um, making sure that, you know, if we are going towards the restriction route, that we're preparing businesses for that. And as we get to the point where we can ease restrictions, that we're preparing businesses for it on that side, too, I think will provide some peace of mind for business owners.
All right, Ryan, appreciate the time with us this afternoon. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. You bet. Ryan Malaw watches Ontario for the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. And we're back after a break here on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.